recording. I I didn't notice. <laughs> Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi. You sound you sound a little muffly, but maybe it'll I'm come out differently. Also. What happened? I'm congested as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, your mic's super low. But maybe it records different because that's Riverside for you. It records it on your end probably nicely. I think I can turn myself up. Oh, I thought you had a lavalier. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. What did you think I was doing? I thought you had a lavalier, like where you grabbed your, like the microphone was on your lapel. No, I'm not that fancy. Is that better? Yeah, a little. I could take the earphones off, but then you will hear Bill. Why? What's he doing? Talking to himself? He's like, hang on, I have a sexist meme I need to share. <laughs> Why don't you like my sexist memes, honey? Listen, listen everybody's got. No, you don't talk to yourself. You're fine. It's so um, funny. It's going well. It's going well. I got my dress yesterday. Well, one of my dresses. So exciting. I know. I, I thought I was going to hate it. Like, I was like, I'm not going to like I love it. <laughs> it actually has a little train in the back. <laughs> like, the back comes from like the butt and goes out. Aww. Is Gina going to carry your train? Bill says he loves it too. It's not that long of a train. It's just a little train. It's a little Morticia y train. Oh, this is yeah. so exciting. Hello. Hello. Exciting. Yeah. We got the DJ. Oh, good. And um, you guys want Michael to play at your ceremony? Is that right? Yes, that would be nice. Um, okay. I don't have to explain anything to muggles, you know? <laughs> I, I appreciate that M Michael is um, broken in already. <laughs> I was trying to, you know what's so funny? I found that like country music scandal like all day today, like somehow. I know. I don't really know country music, so it's like, hard for me to. Music. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I was going to, this country band, Big and Rich, had a song like Save a Horse, Climb on a Cowboy. Ride a Cowboy. Ride a Cowboy. Yeah. Ride a cowboy. Climb on a Cowboy. <laughs> uh, save, save a Witch, Mount a Muggle. Save a Witch, Mount a Muggle. <laughs> now Bill's singing it. <laughs> I found out, so the scandal I found out about those guys is that they broke up because Big came out as gay and Rich didn't like that very much. I know. I was like, oh my God, how did I not know about a genre of music I don't listen to? I know. All I know is I would like a lot of little Nas X played in my Yeah. <laughs> they should collaborate. Big and Nas. They probably will. Mm, hot. Uh, and Toby Keith died and nobody's talking about it. My husband talked about it. That's how I found out about it. Yeah, when I saw him post it, I was like, oh, that must be from one of his memories. And then like two days later, I was like, did he die? Well, yeah, because I saw that Michael posted and I was like, that is a very random thing for Michael to post. And then I typed in, I was like, oh, Toby Keith died. Well, Apollo Creed died and nobody talked about that either. I know. He was at my work who oh. are and one of them went, Apollo Creed died. And the other one went, uh, you know, that's a fictional character, right? <laughs> Fucking mouse. <laughs> he was just at Rhode Island Comic Con in November. He was only in his 70s. I this know. Like I, was like, I was only 70. <laughs> At least yeah, he was so young. <laughs> Carl Weathers is the important one there in the entire scenario. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
in house news, um, it's all happening. There's so now I, I'm like, I don't know where I left off with the last time I spoke about this bloody house, but we had to go back and change, um, lenders because now we have to get a rehab loan because, um, it's a short sale. So the owner isn't allowed to do any of the repairs because if he has any money, he has to give it to the bank. Right. Okay. Fine. I'm going through all that. We have to get permits. We're about to get the permits. We have to get the electrical put in. We have to get the water meter changed over. It was supposed to be changed over five years ago, but nobody did. And it's free to do that. Like they were like, Hey, I do it all day long when we buy properties. uh, That it's new water meter day and nobody bothered to change it. Yeah. It's not even that hard. You literally just have to supply. If it's a company, you have to supply an EIN number. And if it's personal, you just give them your social security number. (laughs) This, the most suspicious thing has occurred. I suspected somebody had been in the house since we had been up there, but I was like, maybe I'm just paranoid. Uh, our realtor went over and took a picture of the breaker box for the electrician. Cause he was like, I think you have a hundred amp. And Michael's like, you're an idiot. We have 200. They ran a kiln in there. Like what do, what do you think they did? Yeah. They just fucking billows and like just fucking flaming. What are you doing? <laughs> this isn't forge forge masters or whatever that show is. <laughs> And uh, there's two new pieces of gutter just in the living room. Who would leave that there? Who's that for? Who brought that in that was not there? I know. A realtor took a picture and was like, it's this. Is there any security up there? Like, I know. Normally people break in and take stuff, which I mean, help yourself. I don't want anything really that's in there. Um, but who leaves back like new gutters? Aren't they need changing, but like, like the neighbors are like, do you think it's the owners and they're trying to just like sneaky leave stuff? I mean, that would be great if, if he's felt so compelled to be like, at least I can do is give him a gutter with these no pipes and no electric and no heat and nothing happening. When are you ever going to be able to move in there? Never, never. I'm in an Airbnb. I'm unhoused right now. Oh, that's the other half. The other half of the picture is where we don't live anymore. We went to court and the lady, Danny, they were like, do you have a lease? And I was like, we had one until October, but the landladies broke the lease and stopped charging us rent because they thought the writing's on the wall. At least you can save up for a deposit to move somewhere else. And we're like, great, thanks. And the guy looks at the paperwork, looks back at us and goes, well, that's more honest than most people. But also you would have had to sign that lease four years ago because it went into foreclosure, unretrievable foreclosure in August of 2019. Yeah. But how would you know that? I wouldn't know that. They don't care that we didn't know that. They're just saying that um, we got scammed upon because the lease was not legitimate because they didn't own the house and they were just squatting there. I was like, oh, so our rent was not going to save an old lady who couldn't make ends meet. And then for two months prior, we gave them oil money because the oil needs to be filled. And the guy goes, I've got terrible news. <laughs> the what? He's like, the bank pays the utilities in that house. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what's happening in here? So are you getting any compensation? 
uh, not from them, but like the bank said, if the if the old ladies leave, they will give everybody five thousand dollars, not to split. Like everybody gets five thousand dollars. They're paying us to leave now. We were going to leave anyway, but I'll take that five thousand if we could. Right. But it's contingent on them also leaving. And I'm like, get out. I'm due for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. And they bought like, you know, that Lux body deodorant, that weird, unless they want to sponsor us, weird thing where they're like, does sometimes your whole body smell? You need deodorant lotion. I'm like, I don't need deodorant lotion. But they ordered it because I saw it in the mailbox. And I was like, that's weird. Oh, I my was, God. I know. I know. So, so we could have still been staying there, but um, Why? we booked. I know. We booked the Airbnb when we were like days away from closing before we couldn't go to closing and had to switch lenders. So we're in a like weird middle ground and I'm going to fly out to Halifax to go see a play tomorrow. (laughs) It's so good. Very fiscally responsible. How long are you at the Airbnb? Until March 3rd. The lady uh, that runs this place wrapped the pipes see that the cat for the cats that's not just decoration it's so the that's cats can climb them she's like ah oh, the cats are gonna go crazy they did they love it nibbles can be jealous why are you staring at a box oh i love nipples so much because bill yelled at her <gasps> don't yell at my my baby i know i told her i'm like he's not your dad <laughs> He's the one on the table when we're eating dinner. Who does that? He's laying in the food. <laughs> He's like, she was laying in the food. Mayhaps, but that's not the point. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now she is literally sitting on the table with her back to me. Yeah, <laughs> <This is laughs> right now. Can you see her? Yes. Oh my gosh. She's pouting. She's like, <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even know you. She's She has got her back to me. She won't look at me. She won't acknowledge me. <laughs> Big mad. <laughs> That's so funny. So, so let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. Right. Um, I'm just. I feel like I always have a cold. <laughs> always. Michael feels that way too. We were fine. We went to D.C. I came back immediately that night. Sore throat, coughing, boogers, like nobody's <laughs> business for like the last two weeks. <sighs> At least my voice is okay now. But All right. So we are doing, and God, I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> Krizlahad. Oh, okay. She is the, well, you had her listed as the goddess of, um, love and flowers and summer mm-hmm. some people have her as the welsh goddess of flowers and love and she celebrated on beltane nice um but like your wedding right well technically my wedding is not on beltane let's not it's on star wars day it's on star wars day because that's bad luck beltane. um so i'm just gonna get into her like her story because she's not as fleshed out as i would like mm-hmm um, but we need to get her done. Okay. Um, she is known as Kara. She's got like a bunch of names and none of them are pronounceable. 
a lot. <laughs> all, they all have D's and Y's and W's in them. <laughs> but she is said to be the daughter of King Lud, um, who I, I think we talked about him. He's Lud of the Silver, the Silver Hand, which was the son of Belmar. Okay. But, yeah. If you remember when we talked about Bellimar before, they had kind of thrown off that he might have been related to Beltane. So maybe this is why. Okay. Um, and she's a minor character in the early medieval Welsh Arthurian tale, Colic Owen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is she like one of the ones that, that like Arthur has to go up to and they're like, or whomever, whoever that is, Caldwin or whatever, and had to be like, well, you'll never make it because no one likes you. And he's like, I'm popular. I'll make it. And then just fucks off and makes it. No. Okay. Um, she's, this is what they've got her. They, they said that she was a lady living in the court of King Arthur. She was considered to be the most beautiful girl in the British Isles. And she's loved by two of Arthur's warriors, Gwyneth and Gwyn. Yeah, okay. Um, or Gwyneth Nab. And... Guinevere, no, Gwyneth at Guinevere. They're both deities. So her rival suitors are thrust into conflict when Guinevere abducts her from her father's house. Mm. Okay, and this is how... Men. <laughs> so her one guy... Okay, so these two guys like her. They, wanted, they want her. One guy abducts her from her father's house, and in retaliation, the other guy then kidnaps her from Gwent, the other one. Nobody brings her home. <laughs> it was like, in my head, like, the guy is running with her in his arms, the other guy runs past him, snatches him, and runs the other way. <laughs> um, but it became a feud, and Arthur had to intervene. Um, so she does finally, only because Arthur steps in, she gets returned to her father's house. Um, and then an arrangement is made that forces the adversaries to engage in single combat for the object of their love every May Day. I hope she's into it. Well, apparently they have to fight for her every Beltane. Oh. Um, and it doesn't matter who wins because she's destined to remain with her father unmarried until the final battle on Judgment Day. Where did Judgment Day come in? I don't, well, it's Arthurian, so you have to remember there's a little bit of mix with the pagan, and then, you know, Arthur was trying to bring Christianity in a lot. Yeah. Um, so apparently they just basically fight forever. Um, and whoever wins that final battle will determine who gets to keep her forever. So she is, it does not say that she is, she continues to be a maiden. Right. It just says that she remains with her father unmarried. And it's pretty specific that it's unmarried, but nothing is said about her maidenhood. So I hope she's out there. Maybe maybe she gets to be with them on Beltane. Like whoever won that particular battle, she's like, hey, you know. <laughs> maybe she switches annually. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, what if like one of them wins like three years in a row and then he goes and talks to the other one and he's like, listen, dude, like I have not been getting any. Can you just like let me win this one time? And he's like, but what if Judgment Day is tomorrow? Hmm. Oh. Do like a Beltane battle though. I do too. I like that they have to battle every May Day. Um, and again, given that the court of Arthur is involved in it and the fact that they don't talk about her remaining cure or chase, you know, um, leads me to believe that she doesn't. Um, 
it was very hard to find more information about that battle. I, I would like to hear more about the battle, like what happened that day. Maybe it's a draw. I don't know. And she's like, sorry, gents, it's a draw again, and goes home with Guinevere. Um, they do say that um, her, the battle that the two, the two deities uh, have kind of represents the Oak and Holly King. Mm. Um, that wouldn't happen at Beltane, whatever. Whatever people no. want to say. I think, listen, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. I try to read not um, fanfic. <laughs> I did find a, play, um, a website called oldworldgods.com, and it's mm -hmm. not as fanfic as other. Um, they said that the yearly battle that ensues, sparked by King Arthur's ruling, carried profound symbolic weight. This, silic, this conflict mirrored the natural order of life, death, rebirth, embodying the eternal cycle of existence. Each year at the auspicious time of Beltane or May Day, the battle between the suitors would commence, perpetuating the cosmic balance between love, desire, and loss. I don't think that. Mm -hmm. uh, she is, she, they, there is tapestries um, about these battles. Oh, okay. I think that I thought that the, um, the calling her the eternal May Queen was very fitting. She's, mm. just, she's just the eternal May Queen. If we want to put it in with paganism, I, I do think that, sure, maybe she's the light half of the year, you know? And, but again, Celtic paganism doesn't have Beltane as a light half of the year. It's, it's a fuckfest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why again? I, like they didn't mention her remaining virginal. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say our own Beltane festivals have been sorely lacking a single combat component. Right. When I, I was May Queen, I would have loved to see that. That would have been amazing. I mean, we're gonna have to bring back the old gods. That's all I'm saying. You know. I do. I'm Sacrifice. here. For, I'm here for single combat. <laughs> Sacrifices and some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, she has been compared to the Greek springtime goddess Persephone. Um, similar abduction by the by um, Hades uh, involved her being rescued by an intervening character Zeus. But I don't agree with that either because Zeus set her up to get kidnapped. Right. If you remember correctly. Um, so I, I'm not going with that just because they found some sort of tangible thing about her having to return to the underworld over and over again. There's nothing in here that says Kriviad is unhappy. She was abducted twice. They re Arthur returned her home. There's nowhere that says that she's forced to leave with any of them until this final battle. I think that was just some wishful thinking too. Yeah. I think it's wishful thinking when they make it seem more romantic with um, Persephone and Hades. Right. Um, sometimes one of the suitors is described as her brother. Yeah, um, that's a weird. Makes it weird. Um, I think that, again, history is written by the winners and the Christians won, and that's why we don't. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They're yeah. like, oh, we'll copy these down. <laughs> I think they meant Jesus here. <laughs> She is also associated with Cordelia. 
Um, From Buffy? No. Okay. Um, the historical, pseudo-historical Queen Cordelia that Shakespeare's heroine of King Lear is based on. Now, when they say pseudo, pseudo-historical, like there was a Queen Cordelia, but she probably wasn't as beautiful or as wanted as the real Cordelia was. Um, but Except if you like King Lear, who was like, you don't love me enough, get out. Right. But if you remember, the the kings in Welsh back in the day, the, the royalty of Welsh would actually say that their lineage had, came from God. Yeah. They track their lineage from God. So it is suggested that she can track her lineage from the, that original goddess. Um, I like the idea that there's Welsh kings out there that was like, yeah, my great, 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 great grandfather was, you know, um, king of the fairies. And yeah. everybody totally. It was Lou, actually. Imagine. That seems like a bar pickup line. Be like, um, actually, I can trace it all the way back. And um, Bali Mar is my uncle. So on right. my mother's side. <laughs> <laughs> So that's her story. It's not huge. Um, I mean, I guess she got to be popular because, you know, they battle for her every year. Yeah, I like that. So her notoriety, I mean, she's the reason for the season. She <laughs> is the reason for the season. She is, she is the eternal queen of May. Um, that's a pretty good notoriety, though. Like, for somebody who doesn't have, like, a lot of, like family details or like extended histories with other gods. That's a pretty good. A I, good holiday, I reckon and that's a pretty big holiday. Let's break out the uh, old calculator. Yeah. I'm going to give her a 10 on that because Beltane is a, Beltane's a major Sabbath. It is, but I was going to give her a seven, but now I'll bump it up to an eight. I'll be generous. Here today. I need all the help I can get in May. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, It'll cost you one horse. One horse? No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get plastic horses from Michael's and put them on your dais. I will die laughing. <laughs> I am still hoping that every little girl that comes to the wedding is dressed like a beaver. Not asking much. I just want a herd of beaver. Um, okay, so moving on to her family line. Family line's pretty, uh, pretty tight. She is the daughter of King Lud, Lud, um, and her grandfather is Belimar. That's pretty good. That's more than most people get. Right. I'm going to give her seven. I will also. I mean, we have family line and then as it ties in with Arthurian line. Okay. Yeah. That's a separate, like, if they have anything to do with King Arthur since he's so prevalent, you know? I mean, they did. He had to step in and, and stop this feud over her. That's and, pretty big. And yeah, so he was like, guys, enough with this. Like, I have to come down off my throne and tell you guys to put her back. <laughs> Why are you making me do this? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I mean, I still think a seven is solid. Um, yeah, I think a seven is solid. Yeah. Now, as far as her connection to the Mabinogian, the only connection she actually has with the Mabinogian is her father. Oh. She herself is not named in the Mabinogian. Her father is named in the Mabinogian. I'll give her a one. Um, Neo-pagan love? I'm listening. I mean, Beltane. 
Oh yeah. So like the modern pagans probably really digging on that. They kind of were and weren't. I, I think that, um, while I was trying not to, you know, fan find fanfic over it. Mm. Um, there wasn't as much celebrating her. There wasn't like these websites dedicated to her, like okay. yeah. other stuff. Most of the stuff I found was either a repeat from the old gods.com or from Wikipedia. And then they threw in some other stuff about like, you know, she loved flowers. Oh, that's right. nice. <laughs> I too love a flower. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so what would I give her for that? Like, uh, I'm going to give her a five, a solid oh, five. I was going to say five. I gave her, you know, I gave her top points for being the reason for the season. I'm not going to do it again. No double dipping girl. <laughs> uh, pop culture. None. Big goose egg for that. Big goose egg, unless you want to like maybe hop on the fact that she's related to Queen Cordelia from King Lear, but that's not really pop culture. So. <laughs> no, even though I'm going to see what amounts to Hamlet fan fiction, right? With Gild uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yeah. I'm into it. Okay, but not most people are not. <laughs> no, no, Michael's not going for that reason. I don't think he's interested in regular Hamlet. Never mind side quest Hamlet. Listen, all I know, and to this day, when I went and saw something rotten <laughs> and Shakespeare came out on that freaking floating thing, the Broadway play, and he was wearing tight black leather pants with a huge codpiece. Hugest. I looked over at Gina and I was like, oh my God, this is what you and Teresa like feel like when you guys think of um, Shakespeare. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that codpiece was. I didn't need my glasses to see that codpiece. <laughs> Somebody was being generous with his. <laughs> well, that was the whole point. They were like, oh, freaking Shakespeare. You know, and all the girls are like, have you seen his codpiece? <laughs> like... Oh, my God. When I was, I was at the Museum of Torture <laughs> in St. Augustine, Florida. And they had, like, dick torture stuff. Uh, not for fun. Oh, you talked about this. Last week or two weeks ago. Oh, okay, great. With the um, cock cages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was so big. It has it imprisoned your mind. <laughs> it does. I like, think about it a lot because, like, a man obviously made that. And, like, when the guy was, like, in prison and they were like, we're going to make you a dick prison. And he was like, you're going to have to make it bigger than that, bro. <laughs> like, this big, bigger. But it's not a prison anymore. It's a sauna. It's a fetish. Excuse me. I know it's a fetish now, but back then they were like, we're going to fuck you up. Or maybe they make it extra big because they're like, we want to imprison your dick, but like not too much because I also have a dick and I don't want that. Extra big so that it would chafe. (laughs) Would it chafe? Well, like, you know when you're wearing shoes that are a little too big and then like they rub on you? Oh, you get a little blister. Right. A shoe blister, but on your dick. Horrible. The middle, the middle ages were just an absolute nightmare. <laughs> and there was no worse torture than having a shoe blister, but on your dick. You have to come down closer. Oh hi, Bill. Okay, so moving on from shoe blisters on your dick. <laughs> um, so we gave her a big fat zero for pop culture. Yes. We dyed 
we digress. Uh, are we ready for a full-on total here? Yeah. It is 59. Really? You know, that's pretty good. Yeah, I have the list up. Uh, Me too. I'm oh, typing it. I see you. Um, <laughs> I see you. It's me. Yeah. Who else? Let's see. Uh, Rihanna's, I think, so far has gotten the highest one, right? Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're not scoring high at all. Man, when we took them with the Greeks, they were, like, up there. Yeah, they were. Even, I feel like even the Norse gods, we were, like, way more generous. You know what's killing them is their um, their pop culture. I thought they would be, like, big hitters with that sort of stuff. Um, not just from our pagan background, but, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, people know Welsh gods or Irish gods. It doesn't matter. Like, I thought they were just familiar with the entire, like, Britannia local area of gods. Yeah, I thought so, too, especially out here, given given that there's whole towns with, like, that are named Welsh names out here. Yeah. Like, I work in Balakinwood. Uh, W-N-Y-D. <laughs> um, I also worked in Gwynefed. Like, I, so, yeah, I would think it would be more popular. Um, but I think that's what's killing it. I think that's what's killing it. Um, I think we have one or two big names, maybe. But honestly, I feel like Rihanna was the biggest one we had on here. I know, and she really popped when Rihanna got named after her. Right. <laughs> that, she, you know, she has Stevie Nicks song. Like, how are you going to beat that? She's going to wind up winning. Anyway, predicting. Uh, we still got like two other heavy hitters. I'm not saying that Lou doesn't stand a chance, but like. I mean, Merlin's still in there still. Mama Reed, it's tough. It's good. Ooh, see, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, everyone. Tough. You know, it, it, it never comes down to us. It's then after we're done. Then we have to bring in, you know, the guest speakers and let them have their say. You guys should write in if you want to be a guest. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a while. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll make Bill come in and be a guest. Uh, oh. Okay, so does she get a, does she get a throne? Yeah. Or... Yes. She's the Queen of Beltane. Yeah, hell yeah. She's the eternal May Queen and she's getting a Queenie throne. That's right. With flowers. Oh, like Midsommar, right? Like the horror movie? So, can I just tell you, like, it was a horror movie. But I was so jealous of her flowers. <laughs> so freaking jealous of her flowers and that whole May Day dance. Yeah. I was like, this is how we should be doing this. <laughs> I mean, I was okay with even, no, no horses were harmed. Excellent. It did kill a bear, though. Ah, whatever. It's no horses. Yeah, I was dead ass jealous about that flower crown she had. <laughs> Pretty epic. And she's awesome, the actress. Yeah, Florence Blow or whatever. Excellence, excellence. Okay. okay, so that's that. So she's great. Have you seen all of Percy Jackson yet? No, no. Um, where where did I leave off? They. I left off with them leaving the diner with Aries. Like that I have to watch the episode after that. I haven't watched. I've also been yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm so behind. I'm so behind. No, that's okay. Uh what do you think of Aries? I thought it was excellent. I had to look up the actor because I was like, he looks like a Viking. 
I was like, he's my was favorite like, oh, wrestler. He is. I was like, he was on Vikings. Yeah. Um, I thought he did a good job. I thought that his erratic behavior was good. Yeah. I'm really liking the gods. I love that Lynn Manuel is Hermes. People oh, didn't yeah. like that because they're like over him or whatever. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I thought he played the character very well. I I do think that they are giving the gods a little more humanity than they did in the book. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember the gods being this kind. Mm. Um, but yeah. So I left off. Let's see. They, they went to Ares. They went to the casino. No. So they, yeah. I don't know. I think I have like three episodes left. You do. Yeah. Or at least two. There's a, I forgot. I watched yeah. them like I would I would stack up like three, two or three and then watch them. That's what I was doing. But then I ended up starting to watch Has Been Hotel. Mm-hmm. You, you have such a guilty pleasure with like this is nonsense reality, isn't it? What, Has Been Hotel? Yeah. It's a cartoon. Oh, okay, great. I intended uh, like it was just gonna be like I don't know. I thought it was one of my like toddlers and tiaras. Yeah, like Big Brother, but in no, a no, no, it's this ridiculous show. Um, it's it's um, it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's a musical, which I went into not knowing it was a musical. Um, Gina told me to watch it. Like I can't get half the songs out of my head. It is about this the daughter of Lilith and Lucifer. Um, who is so the angels are bad guys and every every year they come down and exterminate people in hell um, to clean it to clean it and she is she is trying to save her people so yeah hell's a horrible place you know people are shitty they're sinners but she decides to try to um, build this hotel that they can work towards redeeming themselves and becoming you know, go back, go back to heaven and not get killed. Meanwhile, the angels are assholes. They're <laughs> assholes. And the original angel is like Adam from Adam and Eve. So he already hates the girl because Lilith was his original wife. Oh, still pining um, to the ex. Yeah. And then they do go into the fact that Lucifer was an angel and like, you know, he was a big dreamer and he wanted humans to have free will. And now he regrets his decision in doing it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's corny, but at the same time, like the music is so good. (laughs) So you should watch that. I will finish watching, um, Percy and then you should watch Husband. (laughs) I low key can't wait for us to do, uh, like the Judeo Christian Islamic. Um, oh my God. I, I have so much. All right. Calm down. Yucky man. I have so much knowledge on that. Like, I know. Wait, I know it. Texts are coming into play. It's just ridiculous that I've got at least 16 years of indoctrination that I like, I need to, I can only use this at Jeopardy. (laughs) 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 Or when we watch Supernatural. Oh, Supernatural's talking about having a 16th season. Oh, everybody relax. (laughs) How are they going to do it? Number one, everybody's dead. Number two, (laughs) spoilers. How many times have they died? (laughs) Um, Dino is over on the boys, so he's and they rewrote that character to make him less of a fucking wimpy, weird. I know. Fine. For season four of that. <laughs> and uh, Sammy's over being more Texas Ranger. 
Is he really? Yeah, that's still going. Oh, what? No. Wasn't that um <laughs> right, but who was before Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris, yeah. They remade a Chuck Norris show. Nobody asked for that. And that's <laughs> and it was only okay the first time. That's why it's fine now. Because like they didn't take they want to remake Lord of the Rings. Good God, why? Not because it's boring. I mean, it is, but I mean, you think you're going to do better? They invented like that forced perspective where the camera moves. They invented a whole new technique for that movie, and you think you're going to do a better job? Okay, sure. I don't know. People need to come up with some new ideas. They, I'm I'm fine with some remakes. I, I'm fine touching up some things sometimes. Like I, I do think the Percy Jackson series needed to be redone because it was done so shitty um they really did him dirty in those movies yeah and i'm actually fine with um honestly i would be fine too if they redid some of the stephen king movies i'm sure they did those so shitty back in the day um but other stuff it's like stop trying to act like you're putting a new spin on the story just admit you're making it you're gonna make it through to the source and move on also, if it, if you've made the definitive product, like you don't remake Star Wars, you don't remake. Although they tried to remake Wrath of Khan, and it's the worst of the new Star Treks. Yeah, because it's not good. It was not good. I, yeah, no, no. Lord and of the I, Rings. Is I the gave the Star Trek. I gave the Star Trek new Star Treks like a good go, and I was okay with the alternative timeline. But that whole Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan was like. Come on, that defeated the entire purpose of everything. Like, I have to recommend as my plug Strange New Worlds to you. I've been seeing that. There's a guy, it starts on Discovery, but Discovery is a little heady, like because the guy who made Hannibal made Discovery. So it, you know, you know what that guy's like. Right. And Brian Fuller, I think, is his name. And. But in Strange New Worlds, it, he's on its Star Trek bullshit right out of the gate. Like, episode two, body swap. You know what I mean? Nice. It is just pure Star Trek through and through. They have a musical episode. They have time travel. The guy who plays Kirk is Paul Wesley from, I'm going to say, The Vampire Diaries. He's on. Okay. He's just some hot person. The second he walks into frame, you're like, that's Kirk. Holy fucking shit. I really? can't He's so Kirky. praise for you. I know. I it like, and he doesn't. He, he doesn't have to say anything. He just walked into the room. I was like, "Oh, that's Kirk. It's Kirk all day." And like, I like Chris Pine, but he is not giving Kirk at all. And I, and Zachary Quinto is fine, but he doesn't give Spock. Sorry, buddy. But I thought he did until they tried to human him up too much. There, the guy who's playing Spock on the TV show is Ethan Peck, Gregory Peck's grandson. Really. I know. And he is giving Spock all the way. And they're taking like really oh, unique, like minor characters out of the original series and like fleshing out like Nurse Chapel and stuff like that. And like really fleshing out their characters with Christopher Pike, the first captain of the Enterprise. Nice. It's right, I will check it out. so good. I will check oh, it's so Star Trek-y. Like just so on its bullshit. And that's what I like about Star Trek. Like, utter nonsense. I know. <laughs> But like some of it's poignant, where you're like, "Oh my god, that's really sensitive." And you know that I just recently rewatched the original, the 19 what 60s episode where they went to that hippie planet. <laughs> Your lineage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is so ridiculous. 
<laughs> she's obviously an alien. Look at that navel. I know, but I was like, I'm so here for this, watching Spock try to, like, be a hippie. <laughs> and they're really in bell bottoms and, like, flower clothes, but they're, like, aliens. <laughs> I was like, this is rather enjoyable. <laughs> so what are you plugging this week, or is it... Um... Or break hotel. What do you it call it? Has been hotel. Has been hotel. Yes, that's what I'm plugging. Oh, okay. I'm plugging Star Trek for life. Star Trek for life. Um, yes, that's it, everybody. What a good time yeah. we're having. Mm, you can reach out to us on. G- I know you can email us <laughs> at lastcod pod at gmail yell our names. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's like the last thing that we check now because like who's on twitter anymore like oh, whatever i've been so bad with instagram i apologize i just dropped the ball <laughs> excuse me my goodness um thank you to mike Jacino, my husband for writing our theme music that's really good of him you can go in your podca- podcast catcher of choice and leave us a five-star review um i think i have one we got a review? I know. I didn't now I didn't realize we got a review because my podcast catcher didn't tell me about that. So I was like, oh, let me see what the reviews are. And it says you have no reviews. But then if when I go into iTunes or whatever, but I there's like a, a thing where you can pick oh globally. So yeah, your iTunes reviews, it's global. And you have to pick the country. So then I, I randomly picked the UK and somebody left us a review in 2020 and I never oh. knew it. I know. I feel so bad. Um, it was Moho is what the guy's name is uh, that I can read. It's very small on my phone. It says, enjoying this a lot. Hosts are funny and kind of quirky and a bit rude. <laughs> That's me. I'm very rude, everybody. Um Sound quality starts a bit rubbish, but it gets better. It gets even better. So if you're still listening, or she, or they. uh, All in a fun podcast anyone with even a passing interest in the Greek gods can enjoy. Look forward to seeing who wins. Well, I hope you enjoyed the Hecate one. So thank you for that. Um, Apparently, I have to sit there and go through every country, 157 countries, to see who reviewed the show. (laughs) I can't believe it took me... Four years to figure out that I had to, because it had a little planet on it. So I thought it would show the whole world of reviews, but you have to go into individual countries. So that's great. I love that. Whatever. We have a five-star review and that kid. Whatever. We we have a lot of downloads on Podbean. Yeah, we do. Um, The brand got 95 downloads. We love all of you guys. You're so fun. And thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And and we love thank making the show. Like, share, and subscribe. Just yeah. Like, oh, your, your tagline. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.